Hey, oh. Hello. <laughs> uh, episode 17? Yes. Living. Living. Kashri. Um, we had to add this because we forgot. <laughs> so, welcome. <laughs> Whoa, it works. And it's a little lopsided. I feel like I'm more, it's more me. Well, if you get up, you'll make that fall again. Oh, I won't do that then. Um, I just want to remind people that the camera adds 10 pounds. <laughs> I'm actually 110. <laughs> <laughs> wow, so it almost has like 40 or 50 pounds. You want to take it back? <laughs> or do you want this to be a good podcast today? I actually want it, I want it to be really shitty. <laughs> I want people to not listen. Okay. Um, we just hey, got back. What, yeah. Go. Well, I was going to say, hey, sorry we didn't post on Friday. Yeah. You know, life life gets busy. Life lived. Yep. We thought we were going to have enough time, and we didn't. Absolutely not. <clears throat> no. Um, yeah, so we were busy this weekend. That's when we went to Arizona yep. on Friday, and we... Had softball tournaments yep. all weekend, and then we got home late Sunday night, and so... Ixo facto, here we are Monday morning. Yeah. Back at it again. Did you get Do Not Disturb on your phone? Mm, I didn't. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, I'm almost... Oh, oh. You're going to have to start that one. Just... You're, we'll Fucker. have to... Oh. Here. This whole uh, transition of not wanting to be, you know, putting people on Do Not Disturb... It's amazing. Oh, yeah. That's right. We talked about that. On. I'm going to have to permanently get myself together here. On do not disturb, is what I'm saying. Oh, I know. Put my yeah. phone on do not disturb. Life. Um, so, last week, we kind of were talking about how we wanted to maybe dive into a little bit more of our history, I think. Sure. Maybe like kind of what how we've gotten to where we are, what the steps we've taken to get here, or or uh, some of this, uh, some of the steps we've taken. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yeah. Um, and uh, what what life has looked like for us and kind of how we ended up here. True, true. Because there's just so many events and so many things that have created this Someone had posted a while back, I can't remember who it was, but they had posted something like, uh, name, name a blessing that God had done for you or something like that. And, you know, I try not to be, I try not to get hung up on the words of what people ask, but because everybody, or like the miracle that God has played in your life. And, uh, because <clears throat> everybody has miracles, everybody has little tidbits of blessings and, um, you know, things that pop up. So I was thinking about mine. And uh, I guess some of my, I guess you would call it a miracle or whatever, not me even talking about this. I'm like, there's more, I guess I could think of. But um, like me moving to Thatcher yeah. and meeting you, yeah, that was huge for me. Because, I mean, just that one step, that one incident, I don't know if we would be here today. Yeah, no. If, it, if I didn't. But because when I did move to Thatcher, so that was right after high school, and I was still kind of hanging out with my boyfriend still, but like 
I get hung up on this statistic. Statistic? Statistic? Yeah, sure. Um, I get hung up on it, but it is uh, 80% of people or women or men, whatever, that have a baby out of wedlock have a second baby out of wedlock. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's what I've heard. I, I don't. I can't tell you where. <laughs> right. Why? I have no. I'm pretty sure my counselor told me this. It was a. It was a fear tactic, if anything. Yeah. And it halfway worked because I was still sexually active. Uh-huh. I just was scared it was going to happen. So, but anyways, um, I remember when I did move. That was a big part of it because I was still seeing my boyfriend at the time. I still wasn't supposed to be seeing my boyfriend at the time, and I felt like if I stayed in Mesa. I would have probably ended up getting pregnant again. Probably so. So I think that was the big reason I left Mesa and went to that. Sure, absolutely. You know, because that temptation it was so hard. That sexual urge. I know. I had to. I had to. I had to quit going to high school because it was just too much. It was too hard for me to not want to. What? Go have sex with my girlfriend again. Were you ditching school? To have sex with your girlfriend? No, or just something? seeing her every day. Yeah. Because yeah. after that, after I, after my parents found out that I got drunk before school that one time, and then they pulled me out of school. Um, for I was out of school for a week, and then I went back to school, and I wasn't going to be able to play football for like, I don't know. Why? Because was that school rules or your parents' rules? Yeah, it was school rules. Okay. Because my parents had to go tell the school too. That you got drunk? Yeah. Fairly nice of them. Yeah. <laughs> right, we need to tell everybody. <laughs> you know what? We'll blow this up. <laughs> and so uh, I was out of school for a week, and then they're like, hey, what do you want to do? You could go to college, get your GED, and go back to school. We don't care whatever you want to do. I was like, no, I think I want to go back to school. Uh-huh. And so I went back to school, and it was like, eh, I'm over this. I can't yeah. even play sports. And you, you know, have sex then, with a girlfriend. And then, uh, you know, then she was there just tempting me. <laughs> and and so, um, yeah, she was showing her shoulders. <laughs> oh, so hard. <laughs> and then uh, and so yeah, I was like, okay. And so I abruptly dropped out again, and then went and got my GED, and then worked in grants for a little bit. But then that's when I went to Thatcher. Is you, shortly after that. Okay, but it would have had it been. It would have had to been after you we graduated. Yeah, because I because I, I didn't get there until September, and I met you. I must have went and worked at our family company for the rest of that year until after graduation. Because I I thought I uh, I could have walked if I wanted to, but I was like, nah, I don't want to walk. Oh, walk to graduate. Yeah. It's like, they were going to make you walk to school. <laughs> <laughs> no. So I don't remember. Um, I, I don't remember what happened, but that's when Todd was working down in Thatcher. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go. He's, he had a job and he was going to like work at family yeah. houses and stuff like that. And so that's what took me to Thatcher. Okay. And then our mutual friend introduced us together. Yeah, so here I had left Mesa, left my boyfriend. I wouldn't even call him. I don't know. I look back at that time, and and I just, I was so chicken shit. You know yeah. what I mean? I was just so chicken shit. Because the thing is, is I did love my boyfriend. I, at that, yeah. As much as I knew what love was. Yeah, absolutely. Right? You know what I mean? 
Uh-huh. We were all, we weren't paying bills, so it was an easy life. <laughs> right, <laughs> we have uh, no responsibility. You know, Disney is such a beautiful love story. It's <laughs> yeah. so amazing to see that yeah. Disney just. Uh, he drove up in his Daewoo and took me off into and the. You know what? And I'm, they never show bills on Disney. T- <laughs> I, I, I don't see Aladdin. Oh, I do see him still bread though. That's true, I guess. Yeah, kind of. Remember, yeah, that's the. Yeah. The whatchamacallit story. One step ahead of the <laughs> yeah. hit, man. Um, but yeah, so I did love him. And I would have stayed. I look back and I'm like, I would have stayed. If it was acceptable. Yeah. And I've, what, I would have. Well, yeah, and I would have lived that life. If I if it was acceptable, I probably, I mean, I don't know what would have happened. Yeah, if it would have still yeah. been. But, you know, yeah, for what I knew, I loved her. Yeah. Well, and that's, and so I left, you know, not wanting to get pregnant for, you know, I had an 80% chance. It was really high. <laughs> the <laughs> so, odds were not in your favor. And condoms weren't a thing. So <laughs> because if you if I used a condom, that meant I was sexually active. But if I just didn't, that meant I would kept on having accidentals, you know, accident incidents of me yeah, being sexually it's so, active. So that's so bizarre because it's like it's not really fully accepting. I know. Mentally I just I don't I look now and I'm like, if my kid ever thought that it would be okay to play Russian roulette while having sex, even if you are active or not. <laughs> they have a gun having sex. <laughs> That's, yeah. But, um, so anyways, I, we, I went to uh, Thatcher. I uh-huh. met you probably the first month I was there. It must have been, yeah. Mm-hmm. It seemed like you've been there forever. You right. knew everybody. Well, yeah. I'm just a real social person. Hey! <laughs> it's me! I did wear big old flowers in my hair. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, I guess so. Um, but I was actually, so I was kind of macking on um, our friend's roommate at the time. And um, so we were kind of hanging out. But I remember you came in to my house that I was living at. And I just was smitten from the second I saw you. I don't know <laughs> if it's the same for you, but. <laughs> oh, really? Well, yeah, because you said mean things about me. <laughs> so I don't know your true feelings about how that went. I, I, you know, it's I feel like you're just a lover in general. Like you could fall in love with anybody. I think you're smitten by everybody, <laughs> no matter who it is. I don't know. We freaking hit it off because we went to the dance that first night. Mm-hmm. And uh, had a that, blast. That was that first night. We had a freaking blast. Yeah, so we went to the church dance at the Institute. And uh, I just remember we were just dorks. We God, just man. were dancing and being stupid and teasing each other. It was just really fun. I just remember having a really, really good time. And I, I would, I would I'd almost have to say it was just love at first sight. It kind of was. I mean, we... we Almost just we're kindred. We're we're so just. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't wasn't nervous or like insecure or weird or whatever. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. It was, it was pretty interesting. It was like you're my other half or something mm-hmm. that came along. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> it, it did happen very quickly, and we were really so did. and we were so morally good too. We were pretty morally good. Well, and I think that was the thing too, is because when I you checked all my boxes. Because oh, I'll check your box. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, because even but you even Will when I was dating Will, uh, 
I mean, we were still, you know, Levi loving a little, you know, when I saw him. And not that we didn't Levi love, but. But that wasn't until later. No. That wasn't until way later in our relationship. Yeah, I don't know. We were really weird. You and I were really weird because we weren't like that. I don't uh-uh. even think that we did any of that kind of stuff. Because I remember not telling till... you, are we ever going to have like a prop? you like, what if we, what if we can't, I don't know. Like, is it ever going to get sexual or are we just <laughs> going to be pretty much laughing and giggling the whole time? I mean, we, we would kiss, but it, it took forever for us to even like, I mean, we were, we moved fairly slow with our making out and Mackins. Fairly till, slow. I, I mean, we got married within a year. Of, well, yeah, you know, but whatever. I say it wasn't until after I really got back from my mission that I think. That's true. That, You're that right. we really started like making out hardcore and even then it was still a few it was still it's not like we just jumped in and started levi grinding yeah that's true zipper sparking <laughs> um so yeah with so then you came because this was in august september ish it must have been the end of august because you left on your mission september 11th ish. yeah uh-huh you came to my farewell that's right I did go to your farewell. These are the things I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, what is wrong with me? Because I literally only knew you for two weeks. Uh-huh. And uh, you were like, so we were living in Thatcher. We met in Thatcher, Arizona. And you were like, come with me to my mission farewell in Grants, New Mexico. So I was like, sure. <laughs> so me, you, your brother, and our friend Darren all went up to Thatcher together and... We just, yeah, it, we read each other's patriarchal blessings, patriarchal <laughs> blessings to each other. <laughs> oh, that was just, yeah, it was a whirlwind of love. Well, and you fit all of my boxes. Yeah, because I, I came from go for it. Podunk, USA, where there wasn't any L. I mean, I had come to Albuquerque, sure, then I, and I had some girlfriends that were LDS and stuff sure. like that, and and um, but. The uh, just the way that we hit it off was just magical. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> um, it was quite, quite magical because you know what's funny is I because I I would always say you just kind of fit all of my criteria of a husband that I I mean like my family would accept. You're a Mormon, going on a mission, all of those things, and so you kind of fit all of my boxes that I could be with. But what's funny is I look back and I'm like. It's not that, you know, Will was a Mormon, you know? So like you're saying, like there was other people that fit the boxes. Uh I don't know why just with you, it felt like the one has come, you know? Yeah, for some reason. Yeah. And I didn't even think of it like marriage. I don't remember thinking marriage at the time. No, maybe. I don't know. I remember I left a voicemail on my mission for you. Oh, my God. I think I listened to it a million times. And you had to play it for your mom? Yeah. (laughs) Mom, this is your future (laughs) son-in-law. I don't. Mom, this is your future son-in-law. Listen. And I read you. That should have been red flags. Stage five clinger. Turn and run. (laughs) Turn and run. So bad. And then uh, I I think I read read you. I keep on saying read you. Wrote you um, religiously. Like, oh yeah, I, loved I and I would I send you packages, things. Yeah, packages. I just I was obsessed with you. You were the one, and I think so. That was the hard part because even when you left on your mission, I still went and saw my boyfriend. Yeah. My because you know here we had a baby together. You know, there's so much history with that relationship, and even the other day I saw a picture of him on somebody's Facebook, and I just. 
I don't know. I just wonder, because I wonder how he is, I guess. I wonder what his perception of all of that is. Because I felt like, I, because when you came home from your mission, it was like, yep, I just was like, I never, I, he had called me, I never answered, he wrote me, I never responded. Um, and I just had to cut it off because I did love him so much, you know, and I did care about him deeply. So, uh, but you were my savior, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you were the one that could, I that was going to take me to where I needed to be, which was the temple. Which was here. <laughs> which was which is, here. Which was the temple at one point, and now it's extremely not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so I always look at that relationship, and I do feel bad, and I would love to get his perspective on it mm-hmm. because, I don't know. Well, because my side, um, when she came into town, couple years ago we talked about it and she's like she was like you know I always felt like there was no there was no way that our relationship could have went anywhere because of your religion because of your the way that you were raised and your beliefs and things like that and and there wasn't there wasn't any way that that relationship would have went anywhere because that wasn't an acceptable relationship it wasn't um it was uh the rumspringer of my high school years or whatever and then as soon as I as soon as I go on a mission that that's what cleans me up or whatever. And, and then I come out squeaky clean on the other side and then I never turn back or think back about it. Yeah. And it is interesting just to see how, um, it's just, there's so many expectations and it was so interesting because I wanted to have a girlfriend for so bad. I mean, and even in sixth grade and uh, all from my Mm -hmm. childhood, I was, I needed, I wanted a girlfriend. I wanted to have a girlfriend or, and all of that, and and it's just so crazy to see how our kids are. And I'm like, man, I was not even like that. Like, oh no, I was chasing girls, trying to kiss them, or you know, I had a girlfriend that I would mm-hmm. that we'd go stand on the playground and I'd put my arms around her. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I, it was a big part of my childhood. Boys, if, if someone touched my hand, I would I would get a boner. <laughs> like I remember, we were at not I don't remember who it was. We were at a bonfire. In grants in, in and maybe eighth grade or something, and we were running around doing something like holding hands like in a chain, and I remember that I don't remember who the girl was. I got a boner, had to stop, and I I'd act like I fell or something. <laughs> I was getting turned off. I mean, any 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 sort of like almost anything close was like, oh boy, here we go. Like I. I would never, I'm not like a weirdo that like, oh, it happened again. I would just get boners. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say though. But I mean, I don't think that's too out of the normal realm because uh, I've heard stories of my, some of my friends in college, their boyfriends would, you know, have accidents. Yeah. I wouldn't have accidents. Yeah. I would have never premature ejaculate. That's, (laughs) mm -mm. but, but. I feel, like I said, I think it's pretty normal, especially when something is super, super, super taboo. Well, I couldn't wear basketball shorts to school. Oh, wow. Okay. No, I couldn't. Very, I, very. I, oh, yeah, so, no. So, like, when do you feel like that um, realization happened? What? That you couldn't wear Where, basketball shorts? Oh, I mean, seventh grade? Sixth grade? I'm trying grade? to think of my kid as sixth grade. Probably seventh grade. Like, just... You know, flirting or whatever. 
holding hands with somebody. <laughs> oh, just even holding hands was like, oh my god, this is amazing. Oh, poor, poor, so poor cute. little innocent boy. I mean, but that's boy. no different than I remember uh, a boy um, put his hat. Like I said, I think it was seventh grade when I went to my boyfriend's house and he tried to finger me. So that's probably in the same place, uh, same time frame. Um, but yeah, I, I, th- I remember a time um, I was sitting next to this boy Um and he put his hand like in my thigh and I remember just being like, oh my gosh, like for boys and girls are so different though. I don't, I didn't know that that's what that meant. Like here for me, it's just more like a feeling. I don't really yeah. have a physical reaction of a boner or something no. like that. So it's just different. So get it, got, probably get a little tingly, <laughs> a little tingle. Sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, I just, those I am this I was the same way. I was a lover and I always wanted a boyfriend. All my friends had boyfriends. We were all pretty boy boy uh-huh. crazy. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. And you know, I I had friends that had girlfriends for years. And like, yeah. you know, and their parents loved they all enjoyed their boyfriends and girlfriends and stuff like that. And for me it's like, mm-mm, that's that wasn't a an wasn't acceptable an practice. Yeah. No, it wasn't an option. Yeah. So I had to keep my my uh, hide all my stuff, keep all my stuff a secret, try not to get caught. Um, I, I I remember I got caught a couple times at her house just hanging out after school. Her dad would stop by. Her dad was a delivery guy for UPS, and so he was always out and about. And that's a small town, so he I'm sure he drove by the house or drove by the street pretty often. And mm-hmm. yeah. I'm sure it wasn't an accident that he happened to drive by that one day that I was yeah. there. But mm-hmm. he yeah, knew it was up. yeah, but I wasn't allowed. I wasn't allowed to be at their house without them there. Which obviously, that's. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, hey, even like Paige having a, uh, or when Piper had her the friend over, her friend's like, boyfriend. Yeah, was I'm over. like, no, get out of the bedroom. Come out here. You can, you're more than willing to stay. But here's my question. Out. So here's my question with that, and that's what I had asked you yesterday, the other day. Is so what's the difference of our our daughter with a girlfriend in the room and say they're lesbian? What what if they're doing the same thing and you have no idea about it? And so that's where my brain, I just try to think like, what's the difference? Well, I'm always trying to kick her out of a room when her friends are here. I understand that. I understand that. Yeah, yeah. I just don't like... I don't even like that. That bothers okay. me to even have her friends over because I, fair. you know, I always kick her friends. Hey, get out, get out, and come play with everybody else, or come be social, or sit, come sit, do it on the couch. But you just go in the room and just sit there and play on your phone, yeah. whatever. Yeah, and the door's shut. No, I don't like that. I get okay. out and and you but know, come I be would, social. Yeah. So maybe for me, it's just maybe the verbiage of uh, like, hey, we don't allow boys and girls' rooms. You know what yeah, I mean? And, and, because in my brain, I'm like, well. What's the difference? Because there's girls that she yeah. could be but, making and that's, out yeah, just Yeah, and that's the case too. It's the same thing. Get yeah. out. You know, come be social. It's not, you're not going to, if you're going to be in a relationship with somebody, you're kind of in a relationship with my whole family. You're going to be a part of everybody <laughs> or you're going to be out and, and hang out with us because um, if this is someone you like or if it's a friend, it doesn't matter yeah. who it is. I am friends with all of your friends too. Like, it's not like I don't enjoy your friends. It's not like yeah. we don't talk. It's, you know what well, I mean? I want to enjoy, I, I want to get to know all of them. Uh-huh. You know, I want to get so, to know all of you. Yeah, you don't just, add, don't, you're, it's so, I don't know, it's just so interesting because 
I never felt, oh, it was always so awkward to have a girlfriend over at my house or like. Mine too. You know, it, it was just really weird. And I don't like that. No, neither do I. Well, and that's the thing is um, I, uh, yeah, I never had, very rarely did I like people to come over to my house. My house yeah. wasn't. But what's what's funny I mean, my, is. My parents were great. Yeah. I was all my say, friends love my parents. Yeah. Some of my siblings always had friends over. And I, I just, maybe I just, my personality is a little different. And maybe, maybe I didn't I'm, have the friends that I thought my parents would accept. Maybe. And I that's. Mean, and I know. I, and, and a lot of them I did. A lot of like. But I never wanted to bring a girlfriend over, and I never really hung out at my house. Well, I was going to say, well, and... Because I couldn't be myself there either. Well, I was going to say, and to be honest, uh, I probably didn't have very much hangout friends by the time I got to middle school, high school-ish ages. I mean, I did. There was a stint there when I didn't have a boyfriend after I had my baby and stuff, and I did hang out with uh, a group of girls, and that was fun. That was probably the only time that I've ever really just hung out with friends and not had a boyfriend. Yeah, I just had but, good friends. I, I, but I, I was always at my friend's house instead of my house. Yeah. I was always just trying to get to my boyfriend's house, so it didn't matter. Yeah, you're – yeah. But no, I, yeah, I would, I would hang out at my friend's house. And, I mean, their parents were always so cool and just chill and, like, whatever. They uh, Everybody seems so chill. And, you know, even – I don't care if they go into the bedrooms. Right. I don't want you hanging out in your bedroom. Right. That, no, and that's, I get it. that's a big difference. Yeah, and I so, get it. But – yeah, I always, I, and I wanted, I always wanted to be able to bring people to my house, but it was always like this weird yeah. thing. Yeah. You know, I didn't care that, you know, because I'd have friends over and we'd eat dinner and they'd have to bless the food. It didn't bother me. Nothing like that bothered me. Oh, your parents would call on them to bless it? No. Oh, they would, I was like, no. that's interesting. No, but they would, they would, uh, you know, we'd eat dinner and, or something, they'd bless the food or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. They could have made Michael pray one or, once or twice. Who knows? Because <laughs> Michael just didn't care. He was so he, yeah. He was a yeah. My parent. Yeah, they, we we have a good relationship with Michael and stuff. But you know, I had, it was just it's just different friends that adapt adapt and stuff. Like even when when Michael would say, "Oh my God," and, and Corey's like, "Hey, please don't use the Lord's name." And he's like, "Oh my Bob." <laughs> he is so funny. Yeah, he's a hilarious guy. But just it's just fun. There's just so many interesting things in life that come along yeah and the my high school career was very interesting and I wouldn't change it because I would love where I've ended up and I'm really excited about I mean just the the path that we've been on and I never thought it never occurred to me that I could be on this path and that but it's taken all of these experiences for the last 15 years to actually get to here to where, you know, we've always been on our own. We, we moved away. As soon as we got married, we left. Yeah. And and kind of almost ghosted everybody. We we left. I mean, I would go a month or two without talking to my parents. Or like, you know, I, I, I left mm-hmm. and we, we took off around the country. Yeah. But, but anyways, not anyways, but back to uh, us mm-hmm. meeting. Because uh-huh. we... Uh, so you went on your mission in September, but you came back uh, um, in, in July, June? Yeah, it must have been May or June. It was about eight months that I was out. So September, October, hang on, I have to use my fingers. Let me add put the copy down. <laughs> September, October, November, December, January, February, March, April. Oh, I think it was... So it must have been around April or so. 
thought it was more like February. Maybe in February. It could have been February. Maybe in February is when I found out that you were coming home. It might have been February. Yeah. Yeah. And I won. It was so great because my ankle, I had broken it before I left. And even on the mission, it was getting swollen and flaring up, uh, torn tendon and stuff like that. And it, was God, it was God's hand. It, it was, was a miracle absolutely blessing. amazing <laughs> to get full credit for a mission for seven months of service. I got that, that RN badge. RM. We got that RM badge. I got that RM emblem. No, there's not. Return missionary. I was like, return honor. Yeah. What is it? <laughs> I, got, I got the return missionary honor. And, uh, you know, which was great for you because you got to marry a return missionary. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, and we got, and it was... So you came home it was in June. February. It was June that we got married that year. We got, yeah, we got married June. Just yeah, February, so March, April, May, June. June. So four months after I got home. Yeah, so four months. So that was the thing. So by by the time you got back from your mission, and then, um, which was so, which was such a, it was a great. It was really weird because I mean, yeah, it was. We got married four months later, but man, I was so fucked up. I had so many emotional issues, or like. Um, just things that I would hide or, or, or like looking at porn or, or masturbating or just keeping secrets or like having to go see the bishop or, Mm -hmm. you know, just, just a weird, like, and I feel like, I don't know, we're a little different, I think in that sense, because like I said, like with the whole condom thing, uh I just have a mentality like, Hey, let's, let's ignore that and act like it's not a problem. Yeah. And then, um, it's not a problem. (laughs) Well, and we were so excited. I was so, you know, I was excited to get married. I remember, um, my parents, cause I went home to visit once and on the way home, I grabbed a, a Cosmo magazine for sexual stuff. And then, um, (laughs) there was one other one, just another soft porn magazine. And somehow my parents found him. They're like, Hey, if you're getting married, just have sex. You you know you need to really rethink what you're doing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that was whatever. And then I remember. I mean, what do we make out, dude? Yeah, it was so horny. And then after we get married, it's like I couldn't even get it up. Like I was so scared or so I, know. I don't know. That was so much such pressure. An interesting, interesting uh-huh. time because literally, I remember we were like hot and heavy yeah. that night before we got married. And then we got married, and then it's like yeah. Then we got married and. Our sex I for, went Yeah, weird. it really got weird. It got yeah. weird because it was like non-existent. Yeah. And uh, I was so worried about going soft in the middle of it. I, mm-hmm. I had some major ED. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what's crazy is I took it really personal because it had to be about me. Obviously. And there was so much pressure. I don't yeah. know why, how, where, when, why. Yeah. I mean, all of a sudden now it's, now it's allowed. And I, right. I had the hardest time being like, oh, okay, like. It, what what was okay was it okay? like how what where when why it wasn't as like have yeah. we had sex before it would have been way more like maybe it I would it would have just been i mean it probably would be quickies or whatever i don't know how they would have ended up but yeah. after it was like oh this is i don't know what to do with this anymore mm-hmm. like this was a lot more fun before <laughs> right or yeah. something i don't know if it was just I don't, yeah, I don't know if it was because it was the passion of the moment and then now you had you had to perform. I'm not sure what it was, but uh because it was even our wedding day. Mm-hmm. You we couldn't even have sex. Uh-uh. <laughs> but uh yeah, it was just interesting. It was a very interesting time because I took it extremely personal and I think that's where kind of not my insecurities had started cuz I was obviously insecure way before you came around. Mhm. But uh, it's just solidified 
what I already knew about myself was, which was, I'm disgusting. I'm unattractive. I'm, you know, all of those things. So that was, that was a difficult, uh, uh-huh, it was, yeah, that was a difficult time for me for sure. And, uh, yeah, I took that person. I don't even know how long that lasted. Cause I do remember having some conversations about it when we lived in the trailer. Yeah. But I, but I mean, yeah, it, well, it takes, trailer. and you know, what's crazy is, um, it just took it, it sometimes it takes a second to get to know each other or, or to like what's I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, well, I so think weird. what's the hardest is there's just so much. I feel like for me in in the Mormon religion, it's like sex is a huge conversation around about way like pornography, don't have sex, abstinence. You're constantly on defense. Uh-huh. With in this religion in that religion. Like you're constantly trying not to do those. Right. Things. Well, let me see how close I can get to it right. without right. <laughs> without Well, because it's so natural. I mean, because when you're making out and I just feel like those are normal feelings and then you're stopping yourself and then uh you feel bad about it. and then there's the shame behind it. So you're fucking yourself up any anyways with all of this uh back and forth mm-hmm. with your natural desires and then your godly shame and so yeah. i think it's just real it was really hard in a lot of manners yeah it just it was really weird i don't know i guess it was hard to be like comp, comp, compartmentalize that and like right you know yeah it was, it's just been interesting to uh yeah it was just an interesting time yeah that was interesting and then i mean it goes away but still it was still if it ever happened like if it was ever like happened in the next couple of years it was always like awkward or it was like weird for well and i would get mad yeah i would get mad because once again i would be like this is all about me you know i'm (laughs) disgusting i'm a piece of shit and you just can't you just don't like me and and then and then you were looking at porn and things like that and so that even more solidified well what's crazy is and what's interesting is the the emotional mindfuckery of of porn and even what what you tell yourself about it or kind of like what you were taught what it is or how it was and what to feel about it or or like it it the way that it is taught in that religion is really damaging to well, somebody cuz like i said we've had friends that got married for a year and then they found it out and they got divorced well that's what i was just going to say is i remember that conversation in the truck on the way home, I believe my mom and me and you were in the car and we were talking about somebody oh, yeah. that just got a divorce and my mom was sitting here saying like, oh, well, they were just looking at pornography and da, 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 da. And I remember saying like, oh my gosh, so heartbreaking. I would be devastated. Yep. I would be devastated if I ever found out that, you know, Tyler was looking at pornography. Like right in front of you, we were having this yeah. conversation. And little did I know at the time that that well, was going yeah. on. Well, yeah, and then it's like, and it's also like, well... I'll keep that under my yep, hat. It's like, okay. Yeah, seriously. Because the fear be, of divorce or the fear of losing everything because of pornography of is what, also really damaging. What, yeah, what they thought, what it, what it is taught to be. Right. And I, I, the thing is for me, it's so hard for me to say like, yes, I can, I condone pornography, but I know that there's some people out there with a different story. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like with a different reality. I mean, there was a a, a a lady that I had met that her husband would get up in the middle of the night and spend hours and money on yeah. 
calls on the call on, on, whatever. On, on, what are those called? Sex chatting. I don't know. Yeah, sex phone calls. That would be difficult. I mean, that. I mean, I that wasn't my reality. It wasn't yeah. like I was. It wasn't like you're like, hey guys, I gotta go home and right. for a minute because I gotta get my pornography fixed. Yeah. One well, and everybody has, does have a different story, but also right. and within those stories, there's another story of like, of I mean, maybe he's just maybe they're just I mean, there's people that are really kinky out there. There's people that are really sexually driven, and not that it's wrong, no. not that it, it like because everybody has their own brand of of yep. bo, <laughs> right? And, well, and, the, sorry, uh, I was just gonna say, but that's just the truth of it because. I come from a household that is very unsexual, like uh, it's not promoted in any way. And it's actually looked down upon as embarrassing, disgusting, um, all of those things. So then when I get married and now when I meet somebody else, that's like, you know, now I'm realizing that you're just more of a kink than I am or you have yeah. more your imagination of sex is a lot more I have a different yeah I have mine. a different flavor I have or yeah. I have a this is whatever absolutely and, and and it has I have had to let go of like bring take my guard down a little bit of sexual things you know getting married being married because I'm realizing mine's not right Mine's yeah. not right because this is what I was brought it up in. It's not. It doesn't make it right because I don't do it. Yeah. That's not a. That's not healthy no. either. No. You know, it's not healthy to have a very negative outlook on sex. I mean, it's a very connecting thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And even and it's not only just connecting. It can be fun. It can yeah, be it enjoyable. Can, yeah. You can have. It doesn't have to be lovemaking all the time. It yeah. can be for fun. It can yeah. be for it, there's entertainment. There's so much more to it. Mm-hmm. Then, because, you know, I was served on the platter of this is godly and it needs to be respected. And it's like swimming. You can only do the freestyle because that's the more appropriate. Right. Swimming. But <sighs> you can do backflips and belly flops and all of these other things. You can actually have fun swimming. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's where I just feel like I just thought sex was this way. And it was only for this thing. And now I've gotten older. It's like, oh, it actually can be fun. Yeah. It can be not it, so serious. Absolutely. And that, and that's the crazy, and that's the fun part of it. And, you know, and there are a lot of people. I, I this is, man, I was raised also with a very moral, strong moral, like absolutely, this Compass, is what, yeah. like, yeah. And so this isn't, this, and this doesn't have to do all with the church. It doesn't have to all do no. with my upbringing. Uh, or uh, it doesn't have to do with the, the church that way, but it has a lot to do with my upbringing, my parents' opinions, my mom's opinion, everybody's opinion. What I thought, I what I thought, I thought, think it thought it was, you know, because there's so many different genres out there of sex. There's there's people that love to role play or clowns or you know they like to be treated just filthily, or right. I mean there's there's just something right. for everybody, and that's okay because. It doesn't have to look a certain way. No, it, it there's not a right way to be kinky. Right. You know, right. and that's as as long as both parties are enjoying it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. There's no and wrong fulfilled. way. And here's the truth of it. I know you kind of don't. It's not that you don't agree with this, but you probably don't. But <laughs> uh, you like you kind of have this. Okay, so like when we go to the lake and people, you they ride on the tubes. You're like, 
and I'm like, hey, go slow. And you think that's not fun. You yeah. need to go fast and you, you know, you have to be pulled fast and do all these things. And that's fun yeah. in your brain. That's what fun is. And you think going slow is boring, but in, there's a lot of people. And even me, like I, I could have been happy with a very vanilla sex life uh-huh. because I just, you know, it's not that, that it's not fun for me. You yeah. know what I mean? And I think that's where it's just hard for some people, you to be like, Oh, that's fun. That's not fun. Vanilla is so unfun. You know, change it up. Do this or do that. But really, some people are just content doing vanilla. They are. You know? and, and it's not that. And, and it's, you know, and that's where, like, even being open to just trying new things or being like, oh, yeah, there was, you know, it may not sure. be completely like, oh, let's do this, like, whatever. But, yeah, it was nice to have a blank slate that I could, you know, groom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just, okay. Okay. But no, there is so many different uh, um, people. Yeah, you're right. I mean, there is. There's absolutely people that are like, hey, no, I'm okay with this, or I like this, or whatever. Yeah. And and maybe they have experienced other different ways, or maybe there are maybe. like, you know. Maybe. But but maybe and also sometimes there's people that haven't experienced anything different, yeah. and so they maybe don't you know. You haven't the tried chocolate. Maybe yeah. You haven't tried Rocky Road. <laughs> right. You know, and I think that's just the truth of it. Uh-huh. But some. For me, I'm a content type of person. I'm okay not trying new things in a lot of different genres in my life. But, uh, but yeah, so it was interesting. Yeah, sex was interesting when we first yeah. got married because uh, we just came from two very big backgrounds. And then, I don't know, like you said, there was a lot of pressure. There was a lot of stipulations and expectations of sex when we first got married expectations of your of yourself yeah you know what i mean yeah absolutely so good news to your parents you didn't get married for sex because you couldn't even have it <laughs> right <laughs> jokes on you thanks mom and dad i'm noodle stabbing <laughs> does that embarrass you does it embarrass you because there's some men that take it very personal not anymore like then it was like like demasculating or whatever. I wasn't. I wasn't like probably embarrassed as much as I was like. I mean, what? What's wrong? Confused. Yeah, but then the pressure of it. Like even every time, like I would be like in the back of my head. Oh my gosh! I hope I don't go soft. Like <laughs> just <Yeah>. so like <laughs> holding my breath the whole time. <laughs> Poor guy. Not every time, yeah. but yeah. Well, it's probably because you're masturbating too much behind <laughs> closed doors. <laughs> Nope. No, not even close. Nope. <laughs> but yeah, so then we got pregnant pretty fast. Uh-huh. Because we got pregnant almost three months after uh, we got married. Yeah, well, the psycho was coming out and we had to change your birth control because it was like, dude, what's wrong with you? It was a rough time because I remember you would go to work and I would obviously call you a thousand times and I'd miss you and I would want you to come home, be by my side, all this stuff. And then you'd come home and then we would just bicker. Yeah. And then we would just fight. From and, you'd, and then you'd the be unhappy. Time. As soon as I got home, you'd be unhappy. I'd be pissed. And I wouldn't even know why I'd be mad. I just, I would be annoyed about something and it just was not fun. Yeah. <laughs> Our poor marriage. It was not fun. It was not a good time. And I, you know, you just did not treat me the way that I needed to be treated in my mind, I guess. Yeah, I, don't I don't know what I was looking for. But then, yeah, that was interesting. That was an interesting time. We did fight a lot. We bickered a lot. And just oddly, just a lot of bickering. It's not like how we fight today. No. <laughs> Today's a little more gross. 
Today's a little bit more personal. A little more aggressive. Shit, I told you. All that moving and squirming that you do. Or you could not put it in the most don't move area. What? Alright, there? No. I don't know. But I don't know if it would get it. No, just turn it around. I don't know why you put it backwards anyways. <sighs> Perfect. Nobody can live on the edge now. Oh, I know. I can finally <laughs> put my knee up and expand Enjoy here. yourself. Uh, I just, yeah, so we got pregnant, had Paige. I have her in Thatcher. And then we moved. That's when you were, we were going to go to Wyoming. We weren't sure what our plan yeah. was. And then we went to, stayed with your parents for a little bit. And then you got accepted to Caterpillar. Yeah. So you went to, um... We moved to Albuquerque. Yeah, moved to Albuquerque. Moved to a little condo there. We were so smart. We were really, really, really intelligent yeah. children. <laughs> we yep. didn't know what the hell we were doing. Well, you know what? I wanted some instant gratification. Yeah. I wanted to be rich or whatever. Like, I didn't know there was bills to be paid and like... <laughs> so stupid. Like, responsibilities or when you buy something, you have a payment and then you have to make... Like, yeah, you can, you can finance anything, but then you got to pay for it every single month. Like that's, yep. you don't yeah. just, yeah, there's nothing. You, you don't, don't just go, free. you don't just go credit card it up and then not pay them back. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Oh, we were really, really dumb children. Oh man. Yeah. Cause we, when we left Albuquerque on that condo, we went to Mississippi or whatever. And then my parents kind of took care of it. They, they rented it out and then they sold it and it was like, hey, yeah, thanks. we just completely dumped on them. Yeah. And, uh didn't have a clue that oh like yeah i know I hey back you own that me. house what are you gonna do with it yeah <laughs> so stupid yeah just so stupid so then we went to mississippi and that's where i think that's where things started taking a turn being on our well not that we weren't on our own before but mississippi was like there was nobody really watching us or we didn't have to look a certain way yeah. and that's kind of when I think our let looseness kind of started and then um yeah absolutely I mean we were still going to church uh-huh we were still going to church then we, and that's where we first went to a strip club that's my when I turned 21 I had my first drink uh-huh uh and it was just like a you know a super Who knows fruity what, yeah. cocktail of some sorts and, and then, then um then we met our, our good friends, Ken and Melanie. Oh, there. yeah, that's right. That's when we met. So that's when that all started. I think that's probably when that all started, uh -huh. is we met Ken and Melanie, our bestest friends that we uh -huh. now, we had had for 15 years almost now. Yeah. And um, I remember Melanie came out to visit Ken, and I just was starstruck. Yeah. I was starstruck with their relationship and how open they were yeah. and how okay she was with I think they went to a strip club or something and she just she wasn't insecure and you know and you know I love Melanie but, but like she's a normal girl she's not a supermodel where yeah. you know that I felt like how could you be secure with looking at beautiful women ha have your husband look at beautiful women and you feel like you're not beautiful woman you know what I mean yeah and so they really changed my, they are the first couple in my life that opened my eyes yeah. to a relationship I really desired. Yeah, I, I really fell in love with their relationship and, and what, 
how they were with one another and mm-hmm. and how much they were open or honest with each other and they did change they they allowed yeah. us to it showed me that there was a way that we could have a relationship that had but some substance. But what's crazy is, you know, when we talk about when we first got married and, I mean, first met and stuff, I mean, it was like that. Yeah. It uh-huh. was super open and it was super fun. And, but yet you were doing, like, like I said, we weren't really sexually engaged that um, we were still doing the Mormon things that I thought is what. I wanted so then when we got married and I saw true colors and you saw true colors and um, I just felt like you know we had been married for almost two years at this point that it was getting to like you weren't you weren't upholding what I thought you should be upholding or you know what I mean like we weren't I don't know yeah so when I met when we met them yes they changed my vision forever of a relationship yeah absolutely and and um that was that was that was amazing yeah because it wasn't till a few years later so i think when i asked her i think i asked her like oh my gosh you guys have the best relationship what do you have what are you doing what's the secret blah 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 and then that's when they said they went to impact they went uh-huh. to this training called impact trainings yep and, and then it was uh, it was still a, it wasn't it was, a, it was, it was right another after year Piper, yeah. or so. It was, it was still another year or so that we... Until I went yeah. to the trainings because they were Yeah, because I had to send you first because you were the most broken one. Because mm-hmm. I had the most problems. <laughs> because like, I, like I've said on the podcast before, I, I, I had huge body issues. I didn't like to eat. I wouldn't eat in front of you. It would embarrass me or it would make me feel like you thought I was fat and disgusting. Um, and then I obviously didn't like who I was because I was also a naggy bitch. So I didn't like that about myself, but I didn't know how to stop. Yeah. You know, I didn't yeah. know, I didn't know how to correct what was going on uh-huh. and I didn't like it, but I, but it was all your fault. Yeah. If you would change, then things would have been great. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I remember when you came back how accountable and how like aware you were of how, your role was and I and you were so happy that I was almost instantly jealous of how happy you were because um you were just you had let so much stuff go yeah. that yeah all your expectations and stuff like that and that you just loved me for who I was at that moment or yeah and it was it was, it was amazing it was to see you come back transition for me that training was a huge transition for me because it was a training that opened my eyes to what how I was creating my whole life, yeah. how I was creating all of those insecurities. And, you know, I could sit here and p- point the finger at your pornography use and all that stuff, but you could stop doing it and I would still be pissed. Yeah, there was, there, yeah. You know, uh-huh. so, so it wasn't you, yeah. it, you know, at the end of the day, it wasn't you, it was me, you know, and that's where I felt the, for the first time I took my life in my own hands, yeah. I felt like, and I realized that I was creating all this turmoil. It's I so was amazing. creating all that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and so I had to instantly go the next month as soon as possible yeah, and then right. we finished it. But it was, that was an amazing time where, where I got to let go of so much mm-hmm. baggage and so much stuff and stop with the expectations and beating myself up right. and actually just love myself and start to accept myself for who I am and what I, what I choose to do. And, um, it was so neat to just that that that's where that's where our our roles that's where our lives turn oh yeah 
and and it, call it brainwashing, call it whatever. But yeah, I let go of of so much expectations that holy cow, I didn't I didn't know what forgiveness was until I went to that, and then I realized, wow, forgiveness well, it, yeah. is is amazing. Well, and it opened. It authentically made me start loving who I was yeah. and uh, the uniqueness that I had to offer the world and to yeah. you and to my uh-huh. relationships and my children. And it really woke me up to the genuine amazingness that I had to offer. Yeah. And uh, that was the first time in my life that I even felt that. I mean, people get surprised by that when they're like, when they knew me as a kid and they're like, yeah. oh my gosh, Ali, you're so outgoing. How could you ever have any... And I would hope now everybody's not stupid enough to think that how somebody is on the outside may not be what's going on yeah. on the inside. Yeah, you know would. what I mean? Um, just because I look like Facebook here yeah. doesn't mean I'm Facebook on the inside. Yeah. It's no. like, hey, everybody's yeah. got some turmoil going on. It was amazing to work on myself and to look at why the reasons were that I was doing things and right. why, what's the deep-rooted issue here? What's the deep-seated issue? Or why, where in my life has this happened before? And and. Man, and to just have a mirror held up in front of my face and to actually see the re- to see myself and yeah. and from an unjudgmental, from an un unbiased place to and look at it and be like, okay, well, this is how I'm gonna change it. Or yeah. these are you know, when this happens, I'm gonna do something about it. And here's the truth of it. And I know a lot of people like to say that impact is the reason that we left the church and stuff like that, which is fine to me. Because it opened my eyes to a different way of loving. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, of a different way of loving myself, of a, an accountable way, like the things I do that create what's going yeah. on in my household, um, how I look at things, how I how I conditionally loved you. Yeah. If you were doing these certain things, it, my love was on complete conditions. Yeah. And um, when I started realizing that the only true love is unconditional, are we close to final yeah, thoughts? Yeah, we got it. We got it. Uh, that, yeah. Okay, this is my final thoughts then. Uh, once I found out that lo- there's only one way of loving and it's unconditional, it changed my life. Absolutely. And that that's such an amazing thing is because that, so often I've had conditions on things in my life and that if I would do this, then then this is what I would get. And right. then And then once I realized how unconditional life is, what an amazing journey it's been since then. Oh, yeah. Final, my husband. Final thoughts. Final, final, I guess. Well, I just joined yours. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> final thoughts are, are, yeah, the limitlessness now of my life and being ex- and accepting who I am and, and who everybody is and not taking it or making it about me yeah. um, is so amazing because so for so long, I would get offended or there would be problems or there would be issues that mm-hmm. I would make about me. Yeah. And... To truly unconditionally love myself yeah. and not judge myself or beat myself up because I did something stupid. To accept it and learn and grow from it. Yeah. Is the amazing part. Yeah. So. Hey, episode continued. 17. Oh, Living Cashway. Living Cashway. <laughs> I always Thanks, love to introduce it. <laughs> Bye.